0: Okay, so we're going to start this month, we're going to start this uh, uh, out this month, the month of January, uh, teaching on pride. There's going to be three topics that we're going to focus on because these three topics are the most important to your growth as a believer. The first one is going to be pride because pride is the most destructive force in anybody's life, in any believer's life especially. Because pride, uh, I, I got a number of scriptures. Pride will completely, totally destroy you, and it will keep you from walking in the life that you have in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Notice that I continue to say the life that you have in Christ Jesus. So many folks don't know that we have we have a new life. Second Corinthians. I baby, you will put this up there for me. Second Corinthians five seventeen. Let's look at. it. First of all, Happy New Year. Good morning, Happy New Year. We're just excited to get into the new year. So here we go. So if you're a born-again believer, the scripture says this. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, in other words, see, all things have become new. So the moment that you got born again, I don't care if you were 8 years old, or if you were 58 years old, or, or 108 years old, the moment you got born again, you got new life. And where's that new life? There were two things that was against God after Adam fell. One was uh, that man had become a sinner. And the second thing was that man now had a uh, 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 had Satan's nature. Or had, had the academic nature, all right? He had the academic nature, which means that that God was not in Adam. Uh, God had been separated from Adam, and spiritual death had come upon Adam and all men. Okay, when Jesus came, He came to bring us what? Life. And life more more abundantly. So when Jesus came and we accepted Him. We received his life and his nature. And that's why this verse of Scripture says, Therefore, any man being in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, and all things have become new. So we have a new nature. So if we have Christ's nature, then everything that Christ has, who has it? We have it. Do you believe it? Amen. If you don't believe it, I'll show it to you in the scripture, then maybe you'll believe. It. We believe it. That's what The scripture says in Rome in uh the scripture says in uh, Romans chapter eight verse sixteen and seventeen. Then I'm gonna go right into pride because you need to begin to understand what took place. Romans chapter six, I know it's not on the list, honey. Romans chapter eight, verse sixteen and seventeen. Alright. Romans eight, sixteen and seventeen. And believers need to stop beating up on yourselves. The spirit itself bears witness with our spirit. That's the new nature. That we are the what?
1: Children of are
0: God. Aren't you glad he's not looking at your behavior?
1: Amen, amen.
0: Because if you look at our behavior, we probably wouldn't look like the children of God. We probably look just like the world looks. But he, God, he's saying that this work that Jesus Christ did was so much bigger than your behavior. He changed your life. The life that he has, he gave to you. He says... The spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the what? Mm-hmm. Everybody say, I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. Look at verse 17. This is even huge. This is this, and this is one place that the church can't even fathom. The natural mind cannot even comprehend this. And this is why the church looks the way it looks as a whole. And if children, then what? Heirs. What do heirs have? Heirs. An inheritance. They have promise. And heirs of who? And join is with who? With Jesus. In other words, whatever life that Christ has, we have. I didn't say it, it says it right there. If so that we be that we suffer with him that we may also uh, that we may be also glorified together. Amen? Amen? Everybody say I have the life? I have, the life, of I have the life of Christ. So when you start from the fact that you have as a born again believer, you have the life of Christ, now we should all feel like little kids. In the candy store, just waiting to receive and, and let this life work in us. But for believers, and not just not new believers, but believers who've been believers for fifty years, there's something that's in the way of this life manifesting. Anybody know what it is? Pride. Pride. <laughs> what is pride? Pride is when I try to do it my, when I try to do it all myself. Pride when I see myself independently of Jesus Christ.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Pride when it's about my view, my opinion, my reality, and not God's view and opinion. I'm going to show you several scriptures here on what pride looks like. Here's going to be the process. I'm going to show you several scriptures on what pride is and what God says pride is. And then we're going to come back next week and we're going to show you some examples of pride in the Bible. Of, of, you know, some of the the people in the Bible who were pride did them in. okay? And then we're going to come back in the following weeks, and we're going to identify pride in, our, in ourselves. Because anybody that says that they're humble,
1: <laughs>
0: you're full of pride.
1: Because
0: <laughs> none of us have the... I, I got something to tell you. Humility is in your recreated spirit. And unless you access it, why? Because Jesus Christ is what? He's humble. The scripture says he's the only one that's really humble. but we have his life and God wants us to mature and to grow up so that this life can manifest through it, in and through us. Yes. Yeah. When, when life manifests from your spirit, Christ is manifesting. That's why we call the body of Christ. Because we're his hands and his feet. And the work that he does, he does through us and in us. But he can't do it if we're stuck full of pride. Amen? Amen. Amen? Amen. And we're never going to experience this life. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 3, verse 34. You got to listen to scriptures there, honey. And as soon as I, uh, we'll go right through them. Surely, he scorneth the scorners. Those are those that are in pride, but he gives what grace? Grace to the humble or grace to the lowly. What is grace? His, his strength.
1: Go ahead. Mm-hmm.
0: You go ahead.
1: His ability working in
0: us. His ability to work in us. Mm-hmm. His his strength. His capacity. His ability working in us. All right. So he gives. He's saying he scorns to scorners, but he gives grace unto the humble or to the lowly. Okay? Let's look at Proverbs 16, uh, chapter 6. Uh, the next set of scriptures. six, sixteen, and 17. I'm just giving you a, a, a glimpse of what the word says about pride. There are six things that the Lord hates. Yes. Seven are an abomination unto him. In, in other words, an abomination means he finds them disgusting. Alright, keep going. hates them. A proud look. A lying
1: tongue.
0: A proud look is pride. A lying tongue and hands that shed innocent blood. A proud look. He hates pride. A lying tongue and a hands that shed blood. You don't have to go very far to see this stuff. You, you just turn you'll see it on. You'll see it right in, in this political scene that we're in today. Proverbs 8, 13. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogancy, and the evil way, and a froward mouth. That's a mouth that speaks against the word of God. That's a mouth that speaks doubt and unbelief. That's a negative mouth. A mouth that's always speaking ne- negatively, and adversely to the word of God, he said, "Do I hate?" That's ugly, right? <clears throat> Proverbs ten seventeen. Going to, going let you number. Let's do the rest of
1: them. Proverbs ten seventeen. He yeah. he is in the way of life that keeps instruction, but he that refutes reproof error.
0: Error. What does that mean? It means that he. he he lives his life of error, of defeat and error. In other words, he, he, he refuses instruction. Why do we refuse instruction? Because we know everything. Because we're proud of in our own mind. We're, we're our own hero. Yes. We've noted it all
1: up.
0: Yes. That old man told me one day in the off field, he said, oh, young boy, been out here 30 minutes, noted it all up. <laughs> Amen. Now, some of us know it all up. We don't know,
1: nothing. Amen. Amen. And in this life, in Uh this life that's found in Christ, Uh it follows instruction. This life that's found in Christ, Mm. because the scripture tells us, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Mm. This life that's found in Christ, we choose to, we desire, our heart's desire is to please God. So we, we not only God's instruction, but in authority. Mm. We understand authority, so we keep instruction. And in and, and so doing, even to the, the smaller issues, if someone has hired us to work from nine to five, and we're at work at nine, and we work until five, mm-hmm. because we keep instruction. Glory mm-hmm. be to God. And um 2 11-2? 11-2. And 11-2 reads, when pride cometh, then cometh shame. Oh. Mm-hmm. But with
0: the lowly and with mm-hmm. So when pride comes, you know, <coughs> this is a, pride is a spiritual thing, number one. We need to understand that. Pride has come to destroy. Pride was what Lucifer uh Pride is what Lucifer go um, on, it say What caused him to fall? Right, mm-hmm. because uh, go to do me a favor. Go to Isaiah chapter fourteen. I'm going to show you something here. Glory oh, really? to God. Isaiah chapter fourteen is it twelve? Verse twelve? This was I don't I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't write it down. Yes. It is twelve. Okay, here we go. So here's, here here his here's, um his God or 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 the angel. O Lucifer, how art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nations? Keep going, sweetie. For thou hast said in thine heart, so let's get that straight right now. Pride is a a heart ingredient. The same way faith is a heart ingredient, Mm -hmm. pride is a heart ingredient. And he says, What's this now? He says, But thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into the heavens, and I will exalt my throne above the stars of God, and I will sit upon the mount of the congregation and the sides of the north. Keep going, there. And I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, and I will be like the most high. Watch this now. Notice what he said. I, 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 I. The Most High has never assigned that to him. But he assigned it to himself. Why? Because he thinks more highly of himself than he ought to. Amen? Let's look at what happened to him. Keep going, babe. 15. Yet thou shall be brought down to hell and to the sides of the pit. Keep going, please. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, "It is the man that made the earth to tremble." I'm sorry. Is this the man that made the earth to tremble that did shake the kingdom? Oh, was, oh, All right, go ahead. Next verse. That made the world as a wilderness and that destroys the cities that open not the house of his prison. Next verse. And all the kings of the nations, even all of them, lie in glory, everyone in his own house. In other words, I'm not going to go any deeper into that. He was kicked out of heaven. And he was kicked down into the earth. And, you know, I could go into a lot deeper into that, but I'm not going to... But go back to 16, please. Go back to
1: 16, please. Mm -hmm. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee. And consider these saying, is this the man that made the earth to tremble? Satan. Mm-hmm. Is, is, is this who did all this? <laughs> this? Because that's how we should see him. Exactly. That's how we should see him, as that small. But pride, pride will make you think more highly of yourself than did you want. See. That's what pride will do. But we should but humility puts others first. Mm-hmm. Humility, if, if in our conversation is always, perfect example, if in our conversation is always I, I, me, me, my, my, that's pride. You're not considering mm-hmm. of others.
0: Yeah, and, and that's true. Humility. When you're humble, you'll see how weak you are and how great God is who will always recognize a need for the greater God for the life that we have or for Christ Jesus himself to live and dwell on the inside amen. because we need him amen. every step of the way, amen. every day amen, yes. amen? amen. does that make sense? he's first, he's first. He's
1: first. Mm-hmm. Lord, indeed, God. let's look at a
0: couple more and then we're going to move on ok how
1: 12, nine, yeah, you can do 12, 12, 12 nine, and then do 15.
0: It's not 9
1: through fifteen nine. Nine. 9. reads, He that is despised and has a servant is better than he that honors himself and lacketh bread.
0: Hmm. He that is despised and have a servant is better than he that honors himself. In other words, if you honor it, in other words, if you honor it yourself and others, or God doesn't honor you if you honor it yourself, the lesser is better than you are. Amen. In God's eyes, because you you exalted yourself, you exalted your own thinking, you have your own view. Amen. Amen.
1: Glory to God. Next verse. In 15, the way of a fool is right in his own eye. Say again. The way of a
0: fool is right in his own eye. God Lord said that. God, God said that. Right? You're always right. It's pride. It's pride. It's pride. Now, let me tell you something. Now, I used to be just like that. And probably sometimes I still am. So I said, I'm going to work in me, so that I don't live that way. And all of us can be guilty of that. Because we, no matter what, we want to be right.
1: Pastor, we were talking about that yesterday. We were saying that because, like, we will say, um, it's okay. It's okay that we we may not see things eye to eye, right? But that's okay. That's okay, right? Yeah. But there are those. If you don't, look, I want you to agree with me. If you don't agree with me. You don't agree
0: with me. Then something's wrong. You lose a battle. Yes, You lose a friend It 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 actually destroys relationships because I just because I don't agree with you or well, you don't agree with me. And that's
1: why. I mean, first of all, y'all got to know I'm always
0: right. <laughs> I never
1: lose. <loved> <laughs> what did we just read? The whale moved. <laughs> But he that hearkeneth under unto counsel is wise. We need to learn to listen. Amen. Everybody's not always wrong. We need to l- learn to listen. And not to everybody, but it says to is what he but he that hearkens unto counsel is wise. And then the scripture tells us to listen to have wise
0: counsel. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know I mean, you have you, wise counsel. sometimes you need those folks' opinion. Sometimes you not, you don't need to call a pastor. Maybe you need to call another brother and sister in the church. Makes sense. Okay,
1: sometimes you listen to too many people. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> I've always been listening to too many people. Yeah, no, 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 that will mess you up. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Wise counsel, wise counsel. Yes.
0: One one thing I'm going to say this before I go into prayer. If you ever come to if you ever come to us to do what what you call counsel if you don't want the word of God just don't call because my opinions are bad it can be bad without Christ but if I do my diligence and go into the word of God to get his reality and his truth it will benefit you but if, you know if I just take a random opinion something that I thought from my pastor then I'll, I may just mess you up Mm-hmm. Amen.
1: Mm-hmm. But I tell
0: people all the time, don't come, no need to come to my office if you don't want the word. Right. Because that's all I got to give. I got nothing else. I'm empty without the word.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen. So Amen. Cool. And with that with that, when we when we do minister to people, share the word with people, mm-hmm. it's, we give them the word because it's the word that witnesses to your heart. Mm-hmm. It's truly the word that witnesses to you. And the awesome thing about the word too is that about God is that when we when people come to us, they can give us their side of the story, or whatever the case may be, or the way they see it, or whatever. But God knows the whole story. He knows everybody involved. He knows everybody's heart. And, put, and, and when we and when when we put the word with that, so that the Lord can minister, it's just He He brings it, everything together, and it's so awesome to see the word working in their
0: lives. Now she didn't know that this was, that. that's a part of my notes today. Mm-hmm. That's just the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Spirit. Oh, know. I want everybody to see this one. Proverbs 13.10. Proverbs 13.10.
1: Only, only, I'm going to say it again. Only by pride cometh contention but mm-hmm. with the well-advised wisdom.
0: Mm-hmm. So there's only one way that contention can come. Now, it says only. It doesn't say there are many ways. This is only one way. <coughs> only by pride comes contention. Either one or both parties are in pride. So, when you get to that, what do you do? I want to, I want to be the well-advised. What's this. But with the well-advised is wisdom. Hey, so Put up 1 Corinthians one i I'm going to settle this for you right now First Corinthians 1.30 and Then I want you to come back over here Watch this This is the life that we have in Christ Jesus This is what's so beautiful about being born again This is what's so beautiful About dying to yourself And, and, and allowing Christ to live in you Proverbs one thirty. Watch this now We just talked about what the world is wise What wisdom It says, but of him, of God, are you in Christ Jesus? Who of God, Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us what? Wisdom. Christ Jesus is your wisdom. Amen. Amen. Before you open your mouth, do you ever think to pray and ask Jesus? Do you ever think to pray? Because He is your wisdom, He is your righteousness, He's your sanctification, and He is your redemption. If we seek out God, if we get it, Lord. He is not, I mean, he, that, that's that's what the word is saying. If you will seek the word, then you'll have an answer. You'll have the right answer. You won't get into contention. Amen? Amen. And the
1: scripture
0: tells us, if we want wisdom to ask God. If we want wisdom to ask God. Okay, do me a favor. Jump down to Proverbs 16, 18, and we're going to go 18 through 20. So Proverbs 16, verses 18 through 20. Oh, by the way, now you can, I mean, you can, our messages, and for those of you who are watching my Facebook, you can go on Spotify and pull up our messages. And and not only that, not just our Sunday messages, all of our Wednesday night Bible studies are now going to be on Spotify. Awesome. They, are there. they are there. For the last three months. For the, last three months. Yeah. the last three months of Bible study uh, on Spotify, you just go pull up, Word live ministries, Best tomorrow, guy, and you'll get all you need. Okay. All right? All oh, we got to put it that way. Amen. Now look at this. 18 through
1: yeah, 18 through 20. Verse 18 reads, pride goes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Amen. That's
0: pride. When a haughty spirit means when you lift yourself up. Yes, say that. Pride goes before. If you're in pride, it's a matter of time before something's going to be destroyed. Alright? Your business, your family, your relationships with other people, it's going to be destroyed if you're in pride. With friends, with people, your job, whatever. just a matter of time. It didn't say it might. It said pride goes before what? And a haughty spirit, when you lift yourself up before a fall. Man, I don't want nothing to do with pride. I don't want pride to do anything to do with me. It's the spirit that's unwelcome in my life because I have the life of Christ on the inside of me and I don't want anything that is adverse to the blessing of the Lord working, of the Lord working in my life and in my relationships. Amen? <laughs> Verse
1: 19. 19 reads, Better it is to be of a humble spirit with the, with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud.
0: Better is to be a humble spirit with the of, with other humble folks, okay, with the lowly, than to divide the spoil with a bunch of people that are as proud as you are. You're not going to get anything done as full of, as full of pride as you are. You're not going to get anything accomplished. Amen? Amen. Next verse twenty. And, and it's,
1: it's deceptive. It's deceptive, be, and because we can be so easily be prideful. But not be aware of it. Mm-hmm. And the situation and we we can think we're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. But there's pride behind it. So what you were saying earlier, if there's any if there's something in our life, there's something that's got us maybe whatever. That's there's there's no peace. Then we need to check ourselves. Mm-hmm. We need to check to see could pride have you know got in there, found the way in. Amen. And and corrected by the mm-hmm. word of God. What's the next verse? Verse twenty. He that handles a matter, he that handles a matter wisely, shall find good. And who so trusted in the Lord,
0: happy is he. Glory be to God. Amen. So that, that speaks for itself. Lord all right be to This is going to be my last scripture in Proverbs. <laughs> this is good. Proverbs eighteen and verses twelve and thirteen. Have you guys seen enough of what pride does? See.
1: Congress. I don't want any part of. it. Before destruction, the heart of man is faulty, and before honor, is humility. Amen. He that answereth a matter before he heareth it is folly and shame unto him.
0: Man, I used to do that all the time. My wife, did, I'd be talking, my wife would say something, and I started talking over her, and she said I didn't finish. And nine times <laughs> out of ten, I was dead wrong. Okay. I hate ten minutes. <laughs> but you know you ever, you ever talking and people just start talking over you they don't know it all of, they know everything they know what you were going to say they knew right I mean I mean, just running on that's pride the, the, we need to the scripture tells us to do what to be slow to speak
1: and to quick to hear
0: to be quick to hear and slow to speak because if, if, if you know, and I've done like I said, I've done that. Even with my kids I used to do that when they were small. And I got embarrassed even with them because I just go running off Well Dad, that's not even what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? After I'm almost out of breath because I'm I'm running my view and opinion and, and I'm seeing things a certain way because I I wasn't listening. Man, thank God I'm delivered from that. Anybody else better delivered from that? Anybody else dealing with that? All right. well you
1: know if you're dealing with it that, with that, can I tell too. me with that mm-hmm. with that and being quick to listen and slow to speak listen you're listening to the person that's that you're sharing with but you're also listening to hear from god because mm-hmm. we don't want to give our thoughts or our opinions we want to give what would come from the word of god yeah. we want to give them wisdom Glory be to God. So, in that in that conversation, yes, I'm listening to you, but I'm also listening, you know, to to the to the Spirit of, of Christ within myself. Because we need to hear from you.
0: Yes. We need to hear from you. Yes. Um, okay, we're gonna move on. To That's yeah, First Peter chapter five, and we're gonna look at verses seven through nine. Oh uh, no no, verses five through nine. I, I did that wrong. Let me tell you something. Every, look at verse 7 first. I want to show you something. Everybody loves to quote this scripture. Man, You, this are, see, people can be so religious with scriptures. Go to verse 7 first. It says, Cast all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Right? You hear that? How many times have you heard it? I hear it all the time. You got people, some people got it posted. You know, they got, you know I cast all my cares on the Lord, and he cares for you, and cares for me. Well, I already know you're in pride. Let's look at what it says before that. We'll go to verse 5, honey. Go we'll to verse 5. It says, Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another. This is talking about the body of Christ. Verse 6. Huh? Oh, go back and get the rest of 5 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It said, oh, 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 yeah, oh, my God, that is the most important part. It said, be cold with humility. To be humble. For God, res- he does what? He proud. resists the proud. And then he gives grace to the humble. Listen, let's talk about grace one more time. So, he resists the proud, then he gives grace to the humble. One the main thing one of the main things that grace is, it's a divine influence on your heart. Your heart is where faith is imparted to you. You understand? It's a divine influence on your heart. The other thing is God's strength, is God's ability and God's capacity. working in you to do in you what you can't do in yourself, okay? But look at this. It says, and be clothed with humility, but God resists the proud. Mm-hmm. He can't help somebody that's in pride. Amen.
1: It's not yeah. that God is resisting.
0: Right. He can't do anything. He, he can't. I'll show you Will of yeah. another verse later. Mm-hmm. God resists the proud and he gives grace to the humble. Those who recognize that what God has done for us through Jesus Christ is so much greater than what we can ever do for ourselves. Whatever's wrong in your life, he'll fix it. Amen? Amen. Alright, go to the next verse, please. Verse 6. Go ahead and read it. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God,
1: that he may exalt you in time.
0: Alright, humble yourself therefore, under the mighty hand of God. Not, on what, not what you can do, but what he can do. His strength, his ability. Amen?
1: But he's not going to humble you. He can't. You You have to humble yourself. I'm going to
0: tell you Mm -hmm. something. God has done everything for you that he can possibly do. Mm -hmm. When when the word, it is finished means that he has done all that he is ever going to do for you. Mm -hmm. What do you mean by that, Pastor? What I mean is when Jesus sat down at the right hand of the Father, when you sit down, you're doing what? Rest, rest you're resting. In. Because he's already done everything that he's going to do. I tell people all the time that people are begging God to heal them. Begging God to do this. God, and God is like, yeah. I've already done it. And, and you'll learn that as we go on. Mm-hmm. I've already done, It's already completed. It's already done. I want you to learn to live in what my son has completed and finished for you. Matter of fact, I want to live in you so that that you can be humble. I want to do in you what you can't do for yourself so you can experience everything that I've done for you. So that those things can manifest in your life. It's not about what we can do. It's about what he did. Mm -hmm. Amen? Well, what's this? It says, humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may do what?
1: Exalt Exalt. Exalt you
0: in due time. time. Amen. Amen. Verse seven. This is a continuation. It says, "Casting all of your care, all of your care upon Him, for He cares for you." Amen. I'm going to tell you something. All right. You know, I don't really like bring up our testimony, but it's necessary. I'll never forget when my wife told me one time and I was steady trying to do things to show her that I was a changed person and I was doing this. Well, let me tell you, she wasn't believing none of it. She wasn't fooled. And she said to me, she said, I don't care what you do. I just want to please God. She wasn't. She's always been in the face about our marriage and about our family and about our life. And so she only said what the Word would say. Why? Because she humbled herself. Because she stopped trying to fix things she couldn't fix. She began to trust God and allow Him to do the work. She got out of the way. And I'm thinking, man... This lady, this chick getting on my nerves, she don't care, she don't love me no more, she's mad at me, she's going to divorce me, she's going to do this, she's going to do that. No, she had just stopped trying to fix it herself. And she allowed God to fix it, and so consequently, when when God took over, she humbled herself and allowed him to move and then look at the consequence. She got the best husband. Maybe, maybe oh, not the best. Husband. She got the best looking husband. No. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, what this right here is what God has done. You see, we make we 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 make a mess of it, but when you turn to Him and realize that when you come to your, into yourself, I was telling a brother the other night. I said, I remember. When I cried out right before God, man, grown man, laid out on the floor, man, I had come to the end of myself. I said, God, everything I touch is failing. I said, my marriage is failing, my business is failing, my relationship with my children is failing. I said, now, I said, I'm I'm willing to change, but I can't change myself. You got to do it. And boy, why did I say that? I got up, and I just walked around like an empty shell. I did. I just walked around. I was like, every day, I didn't, you know, whatever. Every day was just whatever. And then one day, you know, when I was screwing up, my daughter was the first one to realize it. 13 years old. And then when my life began to change, she went to her mom and said, Dad's not the same. Right? Because she had taken her hands off. I had come to the end of myself. Now God can move. Amen. <clears throat> now He can move. He can do in us, and in our relationship, and in our marriage, and our family, what we could, what we were trying to do, and and screwing it up. What I was trying to do, screwing it up. We come to this. No, no, no. Listen now. It says, cast all your cares upon the Lord, for He cares for you. But what did He tell you to do first? Humble yourself. Let's look at verse eight. He said, "Be sober." Alright? Be of a clear mind. Be vigilant. Watchful. Because your adversary. You have an adversary. Every believer has an adversary. There is an adversary. He's adverse to the will of God. He he doesn't want you to know about the life that you have in Christ Jesus. He wants to convince you of everything that you see in this natural realm because he controls that realm. Mm -hmm. But in the realm of the Spirit, he wants to keep you defeated. He wants to keep you ignorant. But he said, be sober, and be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, it says, as a roaring lion, because he already knows he's been defeated. Walk is about seeking whom he may devour. Or, walk is about seeking whom he can keep in pride. I don't want to be in
1: pride anymore. Alright? Amen. Right. because mm-hmm. you have to to cast your cares upon him you've got to trust God we as believers we have to trust God we have to trust the word of God our faith is in him mm-hmm. which means we have to see ourselves as as how
0: we have to see ourselves as as
1: Jesus as
0: full of light in Christ mm-hmm. and in need of the, his ability working in us. And
1: yes, willing to allow
0: We have to be willing.
1: Willing to allow him to work. But
0: first we have us. to know that we have to die to ourselves. We have to. Amen? Amen. Alright. I want to go here because now we're going to close it out with this. Yes, got something?
1: No. Alright.
0: Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. I want to show you this. This is powerful. I want you to see this and I want you to understand this and I'm going to end with this. Because this is so important to you to you and I. I'm gonna read it, I'm gonna actually read it from another translation, but I want you to put it up and I'll explain what it means. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Alright, you with me? Well the word of God is quick. It means that the word of God is alive. And it's powerful and is sharper than any 2 edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and the joints and the marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart read the next verse please let me put up the next verse please neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight I thought we were talking about the word but now it says his in his sight but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him with whom we have to do who's he talking about Who's the word? Jesus. I can't hear you. Who's the word? Jesus. 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 So the word of God is alive. The word of God is living, it's active, it's sharper than any torrid sword, and it's penetrated. To the division of the soul and the spirit and the joints and the marrow. Now you know if you gotta get to the marrow, you gotta cut into the bones, don't you? You gotta cut deep into the bones to get to the to separate the marrow out of it. The word of God wants to work in you. God's word will go so deep into you that it will cut out anything that's not like Him. That will cut out pride. That it will cut out. Uh, that it will cut out anything that is against you, because Jesus already won the victory, and you are to be an overcomer.
1: Yes.
0: That will gut anything in you. All right. And why? Because anything that's in you that's not like him, he sees it. He knows it's there. Because this, this, neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. But all things, though we try to hide things, are naked and open before him. Amen? Amen. Man, I want this life to right. be. <laughs> all right, let's just, just keep going. You see, verse eighteen: thing, all things are naked and, and they lay bare uh, to his eyes. Alright. The first thing to see is that the word is alive. I had a man ask me one day, i will never forget it. And he said to me, He said, Well, Marlo, why do you have to have the word every day? It's always the word, the word, the word. Because he didn't understand that the word is my daily bread. Amen. Amen. You know, see people, you know when you pray that prayer, our follow with y'all in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. You know that prayer. People look at that prayer, they look at it from a a natural standpoint. Lord, did I get food every day. He's not studying your food. (laughs) Not natural food. He's talking about spiritual food. Because if you have spiritual food, you'll always eat. Amen. If you have spiritual food, you'll always prevail. And his word takes me from, we go from one degree of glory to the other. The more his word we give us, the more we understand, the more we begin to see like him. You got believers walking around talking about, because they, they, they have the scriptures say, I have the mind of Christ. Man, if that's the mind of Christ, I don't want it. <laughs> what is the mind of Christ? It's when your mind is renewed, to the, when you begin to think like he thinks, when you begin to see like he sees. When you begin to talk like he talks, now I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ because Christ is in me, living and working to do in me what I can't do in myself. Yes. Amen. Yes. So if you're dealing with pride, I'm here to tell you. All right, go ahead. Man. All right. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. And get that. This is important. Not only is his word living, it's also operative. It means it works. Living points to the nature, uh, 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 to its nature, but but operative points to the ability for him to fulfill his word in you. To do the work on the inside of you. God's word was, and y'all know this verse of scripture, God's word can never return to him void but it will prevail and it's going to accomplish its purpose. That's why we have to study the word. I love preaching, but preaching's for unbelievers. Teaching for believers. Preaching is a preacher right in the kingdom. Teaching will help you live in the kingdom. Amen? Amen. That's why it's necessary. I mean, (laughs) we need to learn the word. You know, I I believe in giving. I believe in tithing and giving when, when people are when you know, I believe in that I, I don't believe the way it's being taught, but I believe in all those things. I, but I believe people will do what they're supposed to do when the Word is working on the inside of them. So it's important that the Word works on the inside of us, so that we can do, you know, obedience. In the Old Testament, was being obedient to the law. Obedience in the New Covenant is being in faith. That's what it is. Your life will change when you're in faith. When you trust God and believe that it's who He says He is, Mm. then when you take Him at His word, that when He says something about you, that's why we give you those scriptures. I give all. All y'all should have it. I always give it to people here and today. You don't have to walk out of here without one. When the scripture says "I am," the scripture tells you who you are. The question is, do you believe it? So if you believe who you are when things come against you, you know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. Holy Thank God. You Thank you, Jesus. Now look, listen, I'm going to tell you, God's word is never going to return to a void. It's going to accomplish its purpose. Amen? It's the word that's going to operate and it's going to produce results in your life. But pride will stop it in its tracks. Pride will stop it in its tracks. So that's why we're going to spend the next four weeks we're going to see how it stopped others in the Bible in their tracks. And we're going to see, we're going to try to, to identify, and I'm not going to be walking around pointing to people because I got pride I know there's some pride that works in me that I got to get it gutted out too. You understand? So so we're going to talk about what is pride and how pride works and how it operates because if you don't know how it works, you won't be able to identify it. and in order to, to to get it out of it, you got to identify it. Amen? Because some of us, are, you know, we'll walk around for a day too like trying to be humble. You look just as stupid as you can look. You know, we want to live out because our lives are to do what? Say it with me.
1: Glorify God. I can't hear you. Glorify, Glorify God. God.
0: Glorify God. Amen? Amen. 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 I want to do a professional faith and then we're going to be done today. Amen? Amen. Now, you don't have to repeat this if you don't want to. But you can't. Father, Father. I, thank you I thank you for your word. Your word, your word, your word never grows old. Never grows it's, old. Never it's never weak. It never loses, power. It never loses its power. Always it's always life living. always Life giving. Life giving. I thank you for this life that I have in Christ Jesus, and your word that reveals and produces, and produces this life in me. This life Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory Amen. to God. Amen. And we ain't seen nothing, nothing yet.
1: yet.
0: And we ain't seen nothing yet. Amen. Glory to God. So we, you know, I hope you'll come back and uh, and uh, stay tuned, and and make sure you get other folks. If this message blessed you, I want to get other people to join and come in and see. Or, or get on our Wednesday night Bible study. Our Wednesday night Bible study. Uh, our number is 617-691-8902. We welcome anybody out there in Facebook land that's watching this to join our Wednesday night Bible study. We last about one hour. Normally, we don't go over an hour. Uh, and, uh, and we don't normally go over an hour. And it's interactive. You can ask questions. We, we, and you can also make comments We try to keep that to the end and keep the confusion down we want to stay on topic. But um, I think it's blessing, folks. It's a blessing you all who get on.
1: Yes. Oh, yes. y'all well,
0: yes. ain't sound like the men. Let me hear you. Yes. Yes, yes. Amen.
1: I'll tell you later. But, um, <laughs> but it's life changing. I've had
0: other people say they get on this call. There's people that's not even in this state. And they get on every Wednesday. Matter of fact, here lately, by the time we get on the call, there's already a bunch of people on there. And it's pretty exciting. Because... You know, um, we want to know God's word and and what he's saying to us so they can affect their lives and the change in our lives so that we can live out this victorious life so that we can live life life in peace and harmony. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. So if anybody, if today's your day, if you've never made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, today's your day. The scripture is very plain and simple. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And he said, Whosoever, it didn't say how tall you are, how short, white, black, blue, green, red it is. It said, Whosoever, believeth in him, him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's this life that we're talking about today. He shall have everlasting life. He didn't come to condemn the world, he came to save the world. He didn't come to condemn you, he came to save you. John uh, and Romans chapter 10, 9 and 10 says it's very simple that if you'll confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, Jesus, I believe that you died for me, and I believe that you rose again. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I thank you, Jesus, that you paid for my sin, that you shed your blood for me. Plain and simple. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Have you made that prayer this morning? We welcome you into the family of God. And you have nothing else to do but thank Him. Thank Him, thank Him, thank Him. Now you need a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church that's going to teach you about who you become in Christ Jesus, about what just happened to you, what God has done for you, what Christ has done for you. Not just you're not going to hell, but now you can live a victorious life in Christ Jesus. Because God wants to want you to grow up and to mature. And He wants you to he wants you to be able to uh, to experience Him in your everyday life. And then you, everything that you do, He wants your life to bring glory to Him. So if you prayed that prayer, we welcome you into the family of God. The scripture says that all the heaven, the angels are dancing right now, mm-hmm. shouting, because one soul came into the kingdom. Amen. 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 Amen? Amen. And for those of you who are born-again believers, you need to know who you are. You see, the enemy has a purpose. He wants to keep sinners, sinners. And he wants to keep Christians or believers ignorant. And I don't want to be ignorant. Amen? Amen. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. I hope you have a blessed and a happy new year. And may 2024 be the most prosperous, productive year you had in Christ mm. Jesus. Amen. 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 Glory to